Hi, I'm Melody. And I'm Candy. And you're listening to Quirks, Bumps, and Bruises. Don't ever stop taking your babies to church. Candy, you and I just recently read something that we thought was just so good, and especially with you as a young mom, and I have grandbabies now, and it's so important, I think, Mm -hmm. that children are in church. It's hard enough to raise children without that church community, Mm -hmm. Uh, so now more than ever, I feel like it's so important, but this is what this particular article said. Bring those kids to church. Saturate their lives with the Word of God, even if they lay on the floor, even if they need 437 goldfish and a sucker to be quiet, even if you stand in the back swaying back and forth holding them, even when it's hard, even when your row looks like a small hurricane just came through, Mm -hmm. bring them to church. Let them see you worship. Let them see you pray. Let them see you running toward the Savior. Because if they don't see and learn these things from you, who are they going to learn them from. The world will teach them it's not a priority. The world will teach them it's okay to lay out, not to pick up their Bibles. The world will direct them so far off course, confuse them, and misinform them that just being good is enough. The world will not teach them about Jesus. That's the job of the parent. Bring them to church. Remember this verse from Matthew 18, verses 5 and 6. And anyone who welcomes a little child like this on my behalf is welcoming me. But if you cause one of these little ones who trust in me to fall into sin, it would be better for you to have a large millstone tied around your neck and be drowned in the depths of the sea. Teaching kids is a huge responsibility. We must take it seriously and do it well. Prepare well, speak truth, and remember, they are God's kids first. So Candy, I know church is a big part of your life, mm-hmm. and it is for me as well. And I, I'm so thankful mm-hmm. that it is. So I know it's important for you to have church life be a very important part of their lives. Oh, it is. And, you know, it's not the church's job to teach your kids about Jesus, but I need all the help that I can get. Mm-hmm. And so I, I feel like being able church is something I want to teach them to do because you have to be taught. So many people that I know who don't go to church, their parents didn't take them to church. Right. Right. So I feel like so many times when I do take them, there's classes and there's things that are on their level that can, you know, teach them about Jesus in a way that they can understand. So I want to go back to something that you said at the very beginning is that it's the parent's job to teach your child about Jesus. I feel like that that can get a little misconstrued mm-hmm. <laughs> between a church children's program and parents, mm-hmm. because you are so right when you say that. Let's think of it this way. The child is at church one to two hours a week. You're with your child so much all the time. Mm -hmm. So what you do, how you behave, how the example you set is part of Mm -hmm. teaching your children about Jesus. Mm -hmm. But it's also the parent's job to make sure that that Bible is read or those Bible stories are told Mm -hmm. or that kind of thing. I think so many times parents think that I'm bringing my child to you to the Mm -hmm. children. And I can say two hours teach it. Yes. (laughs) Yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. And I I have been a director of children's Mm -hmm. ministry. So I have seen that Mm -hmm. where there was 
this pressure for me as the teacher to make sure their child knew all about Jesus. And that's just not the way that God intended it. Mm -mm. You know, God gave you those children to train up and up. And the way that he or she should go. So I agree with you so much with that. I know there have been multiple times when the kids have been out with me or my husband and we've done something that they've looked at and said, oh, wow, Jesus would do that, you know, Mm. or they're learning Jesus from you and how you live, whether or not you serve him or you don't. They're learning something. So I I do. I, I have found myself sometimes in my life thinking, you know, I've gone to church my whole life. I love church. I need church. Um, But I think now at this phase in my life, it's more for the kids right now. And Mm -hmm. what, because I know to go to church. I was raised in church. It's important you be there where you're supposed to. And I know now as an adult that I need that, you know, but children don't. They just, you know, when they're really young and you think, well, they're just going to play or they're mm-hmm. just going to have fun and eat goldfish. Right. <laughs> you know, they're, they are really learning so much more than you think. As a side note, if that is all they're doing. That, that could that's a problem. Yes. Uh, so it, I think it's important for the parent to know what's going on Absolutely. in that children's program. It's not a daycare. No, it's not a babysitting service. Mm-hmm. It's uh, helping reinforce what they should be learning at home already. And you can even teach nursery. Mm-hmm. Like I had the nursery last night uh, at my church. And, you know, you, if you've got children in there two years for sure and above in the nursery, like two to four, hey, mm-hmm. they can learn. Oh, yeah. You know, even if it's just reading a book or singing songs about Jesus, whatever that the case is, mm-hmm. you know, I, I keep Benson, my, my oldest grandchild of the two, three months difference, by mm-hmm. the way. <laughs> and uh, part of what I do with him every day is I tell him that his me mommy loves him because mm. me mommy is what he calls so well sweet. he doesn't call me that yet but hopefully one <laughs> when day when he talks unless he, he changes it <laughs> and that jesus loves him mm-hmm. well i know that he doesn't yet comprehend what that means but i'm just gonna keep doing it i'm gonna keep saying it because what he will do is begin to recognize that statement mm-hmm. as he gets older mm-hmm. and i also before nap time i put him in my lap i have a rocker and i put him in my lap and i sing every children's Christian song that I grew up with. Oh, yeah. Because I want him to know the deep and wide. Oh, yeah. The B-I-B-L-E. Zacchaeus was a wee little man. Who built the ark? Mm -hmm. Noah, Noah. Yeah, yeah. you know, all those songs. And I sing them to him as he's falling asleep. Love it. You know, so there are ways that you can do that at home, definitely with your children. Now, let me ask you this, Candy, because I know there, there are churches that just do it this way. And then there are parents that want to do it this way. Do you like your children? Because Hunter is He's six. six years old mm-hmm. and Wyatt is 12. 12 years old. Wyatt, is he like in the youth? Yeah, he's in the youth department on the young side of the youth department at our church. Um, so he is he in church service? He is with that us. That age is. More so. Than How do you Hunter. feel about young children being like in the actual church service? There are some churches that say all babies, babies, yeah. toddlers, everybody in the service. We're not going to have a special program program over here yeah like children's worship we're oh, not yeah. going to do that what how do you feel about that I, honestly one way or the other because i see the pluses on both sides 
Um, I do enjoy having my family with me, sitting with me in church and worshiping God Mm -hmm. so that the little ones can look up and say, wow, why is mommy or daddy? Why are they raising their hand? Mm -hmm. Or why is mommy crying during church? Mm -hmm. You know, so I like those questions because then I get the opportunity to say, hey, this is why. Or they want to know, why did that? Why did that man just stand up and start talking and talking about how good God is? You know, oh, he's testifying. Mm -hmm. So I think those are great things. But I. I am a big, big advocate in kids being in their age learning because while I do think it's important for Hunter and Wyatt to see mom and dad, their church and their age and what their role is and how they're reacting to what the preacher's talking about. I do think it's great for them to both learn on their levels. A teenager mm-hmm. and a six-year-old learn differently. Mm-hmm. Um, I think they're going to be talking about deeper stuff when they're a teenager versus what they're teaching, like oh, yeah, Noah, absolutely. Noah, and the Ark and all that. So I, I think when religion um, can be on their level at that age, and I be, I'm careful when I say that, but just what Hunter is learning in his little class and with his little friends, I think that is so good. And I remember... There were so many things that I learned by being, I remember both being in service with my mom, being in class. I learned a bunch in both classes, Mm -hmm. but I do like seeing other kids my age worshiping the Lord or um, being taught on that level that I needed to hear. So I love them both. Yeah. Um, I'm a big, a big advocate, but I do know I've gone to churches that are like, we don't have nursery. Mm -hmm. You, you bring your kids in here with you and it's loud and Mm -hmm. messy and kids are screaming and it is distracting. It is distracting. So I just, I'm, I'm never upset with those parents that decide to do that, Mm -hmm. but I am, maybe it would be good if you tried out a class for them. Yeah. Yeah. Just to see, again, as a children's director, I believe in both. Yeah. And so. Uh, this is where I think churches have a hard time. A lot of times it's just like, we got to do it all this way you or we compromise. have to do it all this way. So sometimes you can mix the two. Yes. And so uh, when I was children's director, we decided to do every other week. Like one week they would go to a children's worship and that children's worship was designed to look just like a worship service. They had an offering uh, that would they'd have usher that have a little usher at the door standing and holding and handing a bulletin out. It was cute. I love it. Um, they the teacher would stand in the front. They would sing. So it was designed and even the room was designed to look like a little mini sanctuary almost. So that was every other week. Mm-hmm. The other two weeks they would be in the service and in the service they get a packet, uh, just a, a good size packet. And in that packet would be a activity sheet to go along with what the pastor is going to be preaching on, because you can't expect a two, three, four year old to sit there. Oh, no. You know, and, and not ever make a sound. Right. So that allows them to be in the service and still look around and see what's going on, but yet have their own activity to do as well. So there's different kinds of ways that churches can do that. Maybe that'll help somebody listening that mm-hmm. possibly works with their children at church to be able to have both the best of both worlds oh, there. Because yeah. I do agree. I remember as a little girl, I can tell you the names right now of those godly saints that I remember praying and uh, Um, just they're in my mind and I just used to look up to them Mm -hmm. so much. So I think it's so important that 
children see older saints worshiping, but I also think it's important that older saints see children in the service as well. They love it. Mm -hmm. They love to see that. And I'll go as far as to say this. I'm probably going to step on some toes, but hey, what else is new? (laughs) I tend to be very honest, Mm -hmm. but I think one of the worst things for the church in the last 15 years, maybe 20 years, is that separation of ages. You've got the contemporary service, you've got the traditional service, and what that does a lot of times is split. Mm-hmm. The younger people go to the mm-hmm. contemporary, the older people go, to, and neither get to see each other worshiping. Now, if it's a if it's a matter of, um, I know my pastor, who's also my son-in-law, has always said, if we ever have to go to two services, it will be the same service twice. It will not be a split, because I just feel like we have done such a disservice and such yeah. injustice to our children and to our saints. Oh, yeah. To split that like mm-hmm. that. And uh, I just that's just my personal mm-hmm. opinion. You know, that's just me. Um, I just don't like that all or nothing thing that mm-hmm. the church has become. There are definitely ways to work around yeah. that. We have to sing all contemporary music or we have to sing all hymns. Right. Blend them. Right. Do a little of both. And mm-hmm. that way, everybody sitting there is going to like something. It's just such and an you'll have easy a combination way. of ages. Yeah, both. Yes, I and agree. I know that was a little bit of a, a rabbit trail, but um, I do believe in taking your children to church. It can be messy. It can be sloppy. Sometimes they're laying in the aisle. Mm-hmm. Sometimes they're crying. But take your kids and your grandkids to church. As I said at the beginning of this, life is hard, and raising kids is hard enough. With you know, going to church. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I'm not saying church is the answer to all the problems, but there you'll find a community of believers like you and you just work together and you come together uh, as a big family, helping each other, you know, as as the years go on and these kids get older. A friend of mine had posted um she takes all four of her children into service with her as much as she can. Mm-hmm. And she has a one-year-old all the way up to seven. Oh. So she, yeah. So uh, one thing that she had said was, it's not easy bringing our children to church, but it is important. So fellow parents who are sitting with their own wiggly little children, don't lose heart. Keep bringing your children to church. And remember, the Holy Spirit is at work. Jesus died for the youngest of children and the oldest of parents. And God's grace will cover us all. I don't think we can say it any better than that. Thanks for listening to the Quirks, Bumps, and Bruises podcast with Candy and Melody. If you enjoyed the show, please take a moment to subscribe, rate, and share the podcast. You can learn more at joyfm.org. Try Peas and Carrots podcast for more encouragement. Brian and Kayla share life from their piece of the vegetable patch. Expect a laugh, find common ground, and hear stories you can't wait to share. It's a podcast about doing life together, growing in Christ together, and learning to laugh no matter what comes your way. Search Peas and Carrots podcast wherever you listen to podcasts today. Get quick encouragement on the go with your encouraging five-minute podcast. It's a weekly dose of encouragement to start your week off right. Search your encouraging five-minute podcast today.